the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. I think about that I think about when sometimes Monica would tell me, when I was single, I went out four nights a week, we stayed out till midnight, we had, I had fun. When, when I was single, I had a lot of fun. So I hope she wouldn't say it was just a lot of work But she does tell me sometimes it's a lot of work. So. <laughs> But, uh, you know, one, one of the things I do enjoy, and we have different personalities. We, we recently took this DISC test, and so there's like a D-I-S-C. C is like cautious, and I'm a high C. And she's like, ah, oh, no wonder. You know, and she's a kind of a high D and a super high I, right, which is like engaging and in, just she needs to be around people. She's a people person. And, and that's, I think it's when you don't realize... Uh, when you don't know yourself and you have certain expectations, then you, you get into a relationship and you think it's going to be great. You think it's going to be all this. And then you, you don't meet your expectations and you can be disappointed. So, but I think that if you go into your relationship and that's where the courting process is, is important, it's knowing the other person. First, know thyself, right? Know yourself, know who you are, and, and then you get to know the person who you're dating. And, and that's why it's so important that if you see the red flags, because I have history before I was married Mordecai, I, I was married for three years, like almost 20 years ago. And I had all the red flags on what not to do, and I ignored those things. So I think when you get into the right relationship and you're in the courting time and you see the person for who they are, you're gonna you're gonna find out what you, you're gonna know what you're getting into. So I knew what I was getting into. I was getting into this diamond that I knew who I had coming, and I knew what, what I was what was coming. And the fun part I have is I get to dream with her. You know, I, I get to dream. We we plan things together. We plan vacations. You know, she says that she, her life is not as much fun as she used to. My life is great because <laughs> she's so much fun. You know, so. So it's like, I, I think I remember hearing uh, Pastor Joel said, you know, that if, if, if it wasn't for Victoria, she'd be, she would be serving life, and if it wasn't for him, and if he would, it wasn't for her, he, he wouldn't have a life. And I kind of feel the same way. Um, so she gives me life. She, she, she lets me, help, helps me to stop, smell the roses, have some fun, go to places. Uh, and it's just, uh, I have to do the same thing. I have to honor her. And her, her love language is gifts. I have to continue to find out, hey, where's some more gifts? Uh, what's some more trips I can help her take? And, and I think that's how we have fun. And Tim, to answer your question, I think what happens in life, and I know I've been guilty, is we just get so busy with everything we have to do, and we put our marriage on the back burner, and we just say marriage is hard, and marriage is hard. But we have to be so intentional. You know, we've taken several vacation trips, we had to be intentional. We had to book the flight. We had to book the hotel. We had to book the, you know, the tourist attractions. We had to be intentional to be able to create those memories. And so that's in marriage. You just have to be intentional to create those memories. 
and also kind of realizing that everything is a season, and, and so uh, you know it is it is from you know very you know our babies are very self-centered, <laughs> very very, and so the more you grow, it's more or less of me, and now you're giving more to others, and so you know enjoy your 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 time as a single and and enjoy it like you know, Monty was saying, you know, we all enjoy it. And, and then realize that when you enter to that next stage, which is the stage that God wants for you, is you grow into, it's going to be a little bit less of you, and then you're going to focus on the other person, and then eventually the children, more on the children. And so that's why we get a little bit busy. But yeah, you do want to make those times for dating and having fun. Thank you. Anybody else want to ask a question? Okay. No, I want to go. Um, you all mentioned that it's 10 years for you, a decade, it's always over in the 10-year zone. And you knew at that point you were ready. How do you know when you're ready, when you both agree that your singlehood was so comfortable? You know, like some of us that are single, we get to go where we want to. We don't have to consult someone. We don't have to worry about whether their finances match our finances. We do what we want to do. So I know you said it's kind of hard to explain when you know you're ready, but it can't be just the Lord said, oh, this is it, and here you are, because that would mean every one of us here would be married sitting here in front of you. So I guess the question I'm asking is, how did you know, and from a practical approach, I mean, I understand having the Lord in your life is definitely important, but from a practical approach, how did you know? Well, I mean, other than, you know, knowing that God had a plan for me to be married, and kind of, I just knew that I knew that at one point in my life I was going to be married. So that has to be well established, and you, know, you have to have that desire. Um, and then, um, just practically knowing, I don't know, it just, it just switched, you know, for me, it just, something turned on, it, it, I mean, you know, John, I was saying that, you know, your grandma tells you, you just know when you know, that's pretty much the explanation, you just know, but that's, it's, that's the person, right, it's the time, because if you don't inside, then you're kind of just trying to do it, to, to do the, the motion, if you will, you know, but it really comes down from the heart, and so, and so if you don't, if you, if maybe somebody feels like they're not there yet and, you, and you're trying to do the right things, then I would just seek God in prayer for that and be like, God, you know, you know I, I want to be at that time where I just know that that's the right time for me. And, and really, it boils down to, it's, it's got to be God, you know, to, to tell you practically, hey, here's what you need and it's time to do it. And so for, for you as a lady, I would, I would just, Continue to pray, like I'm sure all the ladies in here, you know, as you know, and the ones that have been married, have to trust God to, to bring the person, you know, at the right time. And so, I would say too, um, Eleanor, that like practically, like I know that, um, you know, I'd be at church and it was like a, a, a lady who um, she was already married, she would talk about being prepared. She'd be like, okay. She would talk about preparing to be married. And so 
one after another, I would just get words of being prepared. And so it was, I was just like, oh, wow, I've heard that three times, you know, and, and, you know, out of three, two or three, I think it said that it will be established. And so it was just like, okay, I know that confirmation. And so it was just like, I heard the word spoken and it was just the Holy Spirit and you'll just see it being confirmed all around you, you know, and then if you're not sure and you want to get to that point, then, you know, I would just be like, Lord, please show me what, is there anything that I, that you want me to do and to be prepared to be in, in that stage? Otherwise, I'm just focusing on you and I'm not going to worry because like Raquel said, if anybody feels like, oh, I'm not there yet because I'm not doing something right, that's wrong and that's the enemy. That's just, and I know that when it clicks too, sometimes like, like I was pursuing Regal, other guys, it's like almost like they sense that you're ready and they started pursuing you. And then I just knew, I was like, praise the Lord. And I was like, nope, nope. And it was just so easy because I knew it was like, no, it's Regal. So it's like a pheromone that's being, being given off too. You'll know, but I think it's the word and confirmation of the around you. Well, you know, the Bible, what does it say? As the Apostle Paul says that you know, Jesus said that marriage isn't for everyone, right? That, that it was, um, even Jesus said it's hard, you know? And uh, you have to think about yourself. Again, I think that's the biggest key, is you have to know yourself. You have to know what your dreams and what your goals and what God's put in your heart and what he's called you to do. And then when you know who you are, and what God's calling you to do. And if, if he's put something in your heart to be a missionary, to, to do certain things, or and and you don't see a spouse in that future, then maybe that's what God called you to do, to be in, in ministry and to do like you know the apostle Paul did. But if you feel in your heart that hey, I I want to have a person who I can trust and spend my life with and uh the Bible says that you lead your father, father and mother. And I did. I, I, I trust my wife and I speak to my wife. She's me. She's part of me. And uh, she's the person I'm closest to in my life. And um, I just, you know, sometimes we have breakfast every morning and I just get in, in awe because I, I tell people all the time, it's like, I had an idea that I wanted to build a house, but it wasn't until... I found this helpmate that God made it come to pass. And she literally was a general contractor. I had the planning. She did the work. And, and sometimes she even had the hammer. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's amazing to see how God, if he puts something in your heart, so is marriage for everybody. It's whatever God has called you. And that's what you have to, what you see for yourself and how you see your life. And then in that calling, follow that calling, and he'll lead you to the right person. Just really quick, you know, to, to piggyback on that, I knew that I was called to marriage. Not for me, but for his kingdom. That I could do more for God if I had a partner who was running the same race with me, and together we could impact the kingdom of God. Two are better than one, and they get a greater return. However, if God would have told me that, no, I can do more with you being single, then I would have, you know, let go of that thought. 
And just like Israel said, for me, I knew that it was my season. I was getting ready and I needed to be that bride. It's just like a bride gets ready for her wedding day. I need to get ready for the marriage. And so that's what I felt in my spirit that I needed to prepare myself. And so that's why I knew that I was being called and propelled to do that. Not for me, but for him and for his kingdom. And so when we're getting ourselves ready, then God will bring you know, the people to help us, whether it's in a ministry, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's in anything in life, because God doesn't call us to do anything by ourselves. Thank you. And to kind of follow up with you, you know, in answering that question that, you know, how do you know you're ready and stuff, you just said that, you know, um, when when someone's ready, God will bring the person. Um, there's a saying that goes something like this, that when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. I remember, some, some of you remember the story of Joseph when he was in prison. And he interpreted the dreams and he told, I believe it's the butler to get him out. You know, basically, I like to think at that point, Joseph is thinking, I'm ready to be out of here. You know, I have skills, you know, I can interpret dreams and stuff, but nothing happened in two years. Two years later, that's when he now got the call, which is God saying, now you're ready. You know, is it possible that sometimes, um, some people think they're ready, but the practical thing that shows that they're ready is that somebody will now show up and say, hey, let's move on forward. Is, is it possible that that's another aspect to showing um, that someone is ready where now God provides the person and the person's not provided yet, then is it possible that, you know, the well, person's not ready yet? <laughs> I, I mean, just like I mentioned earlier, five months before, this is when I had gone out to, to the friend's birthday dinner and I thought I was ready and God didn't think I was ready and he wasn't ready. So it wasn't, if it's God's will, it's God's will. And it wasn't God's timing and so he closed that door because I was getting ahead of him. Okay. Just a minute, just a minute. Um, one thing that I know that when uh, the Lord was speaking to me about being prepared for marriage that I had to understand was about submission and I didn't understand that and I just feel like just saying this is that I didn't understand what what is respecting you know like the, the male what what is that about and there's I had to learn that you know the husband that that they both of both of you are going to have a um like input into the decisions, but when they say that, that the husband is the head, in the end, I defer to Regal. And, you know, sometimes, like a lot of times, you know, it's just, that's something that I had to learn. Like for me, I'm very strong and independent in, in, in a lot of ways, but that is one thing that in preparing to be a wife, I had to just realize that, hey, it's just that they might not always be right, but they're the ones that are going to make the decision, just like a captain. They're going to lead the army, and somebody has to make the decision. And if they make a decision and they say, everybody go this way, and one of the soldiers is like, actually, something is around that corner, I'm going this way, he could, he could the whole thing could fall apart. But he picked the man to make the decision. And so I just had to realize, I'm just... He's the one that just makes it right or wrong. I'm going to submit to that. And God always makes it together for you. Thank you. I just wanted to add something to um, 
what anyone has said in terms of um, how we look at university. Um, I would say that, um, like you said, other than the, you know, the spirit of God's voice, um, which is always, you know, there, you know, God will uh, make, I believe God makes things work out in his own time. But one of the ways that you can know for yourself is when you're ready to share your life with someone else. Um, you know, like someone has said marriage is hard, Jesus, Jesus said it's hard, and this world, I promise you, you know, it's better, even Paul said it was hard, it's better to be single. So if you get married, it's going to be problems, you know. So, so it, and the reason why it's hard is because we are human beings and we are flesh. And it's just, our flesh wants to do the opposite of the right thing. That's why it's hard. It's not because marriage is, you know, uh, just this terrible thing. No, it's just we human beings are, you know, our flesh is just difficult. So, uh, when you're ready to share life with someone else, um, what that means is you're ready to get to know someone, you're ready to come out of yourself. Um, you know, as singles, you know, the older you are, the more you get to know yourself, the more you get comfortable with yourself, the more you get set in your ways. And, um, you know, it's very difficult. It's more and more difficult for you to, you know, kind of come out of that. But once you start sensing that, okay, I'm ready to give up a lot of those things, you're ready to be more selfless, you're ready to be, um, like she said, even as a woman, you're ready to submit to someone, you're ready to know what it is to be, you know, understand the other person. You know, to understand someone, you have to think outside the box. You know, there's a lot of things that go through that, but once you feel like you're ready to, like I say, share your life and, you know, get into all those things, then I would say that's a very good sign that, you know, you're ready. And God knows you before you were born. God knows you before you know you know yourself. So he, to me, I, everything goes back to him. And if, 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 if you show you're a child of God, God knows you even more than you know yourself, and he knows the right timing. All you have to do is commit your life to him. He would make, at the right time, he would make you feel like that. He will make you ready, you know, just trust him and commit your life to him. So, but um, to answer your question, that would be a very good sign, I would say, for you, yourself. Thank you very much. Antonio. Okay, I'm trying to answer this question. Um, I mean, yes, the thing is, I do get all the spiritual thing, you know, so like that. But, uh, I mean, I want y'all to be real with me and be honest with me, you know, especially with the fellas. It's like, before that y'all see the spiritual whatever, I mean, did y'all, did y'all check out, you know, y'all wife, like, ooh, man, I like, I, I like that, uh, you know, brunette head, or, or I like that dark hair, or, you know, did you check like, ooh, man, she fine. So that's my, I mean, because I know, because a lot of, t- a lot of times I went to like a Christian uh, thing, and they always talk about the spiritual part, but they say like, oh, man, she's beautiful, oh, man, I can picture her being my wife. So be real to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we, as, as, as guys, of course, we always see that, you know, but but again, depending on everyone's walk with God, you know, you, you I, I don't, I don't want to sound too spiritual, but that's just kind of the stage where I was when this happened to me. Actually, it was, it was at the stage where I, where I least expected that I was going to find my wife, that my, that my wife, you know, that God brought me my wife. I mean, I, I didn't have anything, anything to give or offer or anything. And that's when God surprised me with her. And, and so, you know, as far as the, the, the physical, I was just thinking of this of this particular scripture here because I also had in my thoughts in my mind, okay, God, it's been ten years. You know, 
maybe maybe you want me to stay safe. Yeah. And and so and and you know, and I had to I have to deal with the flesh, you know, I have to deal with, you know, seeing beautiful women here and there and be like, Oh my gosh, you know, and and then I try to turn away or not think about it. You know, because then I have to deal with all kinds of other stuff, you know, that 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 it's just that's just not not good. Otherwise, you're just staying in the world, you know, and doing what the world does. And so, you know, so what was the point for me being born again? You know, if I'm going to keep on doing those things. Um, and so, it, but it says here, uh, you know, First um, Corinthians says it's better to marry than to burn with passion. So somehow that scripture spoke to me that okay. If, you know, I, I think it's better for me to marry. <laughs> yeah. And so, because I just figured, what would be the point of me just burning with passion and being a missionary out there just trying to not look anywhere and, and, and just covering my eyes? I, I just figured I would be a terrible missionary. And, and you know, just, I couldn't even focus on what God was telling me to do. Oh, you have a different mission. <laughs> So I just, it just kind of clicked in my mind, and, and this scripture helped me, and so I said, okay, well, that just confirmed to me, okay, well, it's just, you know, the, the Apostle Paul says he's better for me to marry, and so then, then I have a green light to marry, you know, so that established that I wasn't going to be single, that I was just going to be married, and so, because uh, otherwise I believe that God would take away those desires away from me, so that I can focus on the task at hand, and so, so anyway, you know, yeah, we, we all deal with that, um, but you know, I guess you were just so, you were just pursuing God that 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 became first than just you know looking for her. Oh, you know, she's really good looking, and then you know, then maybe I should pursue her. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I I gotta say, you know, the the whole journey. I I knew Monica for for five years before we even started talking, um, and then she had expressed her feelings and you know flashback third grade oh no and uh, you know I, I had to I had to really I had a and I again back to knowing yourself right so being a high C in the DISC uh, disc personality high C means I'm a perfectionist and so I have these high standards right as I oh she's got to be like magazines and you know and then but the thing was that when I really went to God and I really spoke, I said, what do you want me to have, Lord? And, and you know, he just reminded me that you're serving me. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna seek me. And when I looked at Monica and I, I started speaking with her, and I remember just one time we were doing this video recording, and, and she was up on stage, and she was just smiling. She was talking about the will of the oil story. And I remember looking at her like, she's just sparkling and beautiful. And I just never noticed it. Because I was just out there looking at trying to find what I thought was right, but God had it all in front of me the whole time. Uh, and then it was just so much more than just the exterior. And, and just knowing her, again, like she's my life. She brings life to my life. Uh, and there was so much more I didn't even see uh, from just the exterior. It's the, it's the interior, internal beauty. It's helping me be better than who I am. And when you really find out, when you find that person who's going to help you be the best you you can be, that's that you just get amazed that you can iron sharpens iron. You'll be sharper than you ever thought you could ever be when you find that person's right for you. Can I make a quick comment? 
So Israel was very transparent. You know, he said he was looking for the model. You know, the the and and he deserves that. You know, every guy deserves that. But the fact of the matter is <laughs> that you know, beauty is fleeting. That doesn't excuse us, sisters, to you know. Anyway, <laughs> can I get a witness? <laughs> that doesn't excuse us as sisters in Christ. Even once we're married, we still have to put on the makeup if that's what you need to do, or put on the right clothes that's going to be the best thing for your figure. We still ask women in the marriage to have other women that would be love to take our husbands. So we still have to be the best that we can while we're single. And once we're married. Thank you very much. We're going to close now. So, um, if, yeah, thanks. Um, if there's one thing you want to say to single people, what will it be? There's one thing you want to say to them, what will it be? Um, I would say that when you, are married to enjoy um, and to enjoy being you and enjoy your life independently and that will that to that degree that will also affect your marriage so be happy as yourself because that is going to make them happy it's going to make you happy thank you uh, one thing that I would say I would say enjoy the season because it's a season, it will pass. And just get ready. You know, we, we know that the Marines, Navy SEALs, they train for a long time before they go out to go do what they're supposed to do. This is your training time. This is your time for you to build yourself up, for you to grow. Spend as much time in the Word, you know, where nobody's going to come and bother you, you know. Spend as much time worshiping God, traveling, enjoy your life. Because once it changes, then it's a different assignment. It's a different season. It's a different purpose. So enjoy your season. Thank you very much. Give them a round of applause. Um, I'm going to ask my wife to come up. Give her a round of applause. Hi, everyone. You know, we like to end with the verse, and um, I, something has kind of come to me over the summer, though, and um, when you were talking about the story of Joseph, and I was just thinking of you all, um, what, a lot of what you all were saying tonight, and I, I love the story of Joseph, and I also think about, like, Lazarus and many other stories, and what, what and just to make it kind of short and sweet, is that, you know, when you have to wait, it, it might seem, it, sometimes it's hard, it might, we don't always understand, but a lot of times it's because God is trying to do something extraordinary. So that's what I, my prayer is. If you have been waiting, I know we were, we were here <laughs> 10, 5, you know, you know we, we don't always know the time. But it's because he wants to do something extraordinary in your life. He wants to do extraordinary in other people's lives through you. And he wants to do something extraordinary in the kingdom. So um, just as we're waiting on God, um, that's my prayer that um, as we see the bigger picture, that that extraordinary um, part will come in the end. Um, our verse for tonight is um, 
Psalm 143.10, um, and this is the Good News Translation. You are my God, teach me to do your will. Be good to me and guide me on a safe path. And that's our prayer for everyone tonight. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.